Welcome to the 53rd session of the Experimentalist Podcast with Ogilby Strait. This session is titled Procrastination. Every time I procrastinate, I immediately fall asleep. Therefore, I'm pretty busy most of the time. I also sleep three times a day for four to six hours at a clip. I never was very fond of stories about procrastination. They always seem to be too true to life, or maybe that they were just uneventful. It's like the writer didn't put in the time, and that always feels like a waste. Like someone just slacked off instead of doing their job. What comes over a person? What comes over a man? Tim grew up, really, in high school. That's when things, little life events, started to take a toll. That's when he developed his first relationships. That's when he learned that not everybody was the same. In fact, most people were out of their minds. Tim's first girlfriend was a rough one. He loved being around her, but he couldn't really stand her. He loved being around her and other people. They had a certain dynamic that played really well in front of a crowd. They would boss each other around. They could insult one another. They could push and even punch each other. And while they were doing that, they were totally enamored with one another. But that was in the public view. In private, they were nothing but a boring mess. A mess so unintrusive that neither one would really care enough to clean it up. It was tough for him to get out of that one. What really made it happen was that he fell in love with another girl. He didn't let that be known right away. He knew he had to get out of the first relationship and get out of it cleanly. And he knew this would require some patience. 
At the same time, this situation required that time itself not be wasted. So how is he going to create this split? And how is it going to seem to everyone else to be on the up and up? What he decided to do was tell her flat out. No sugarcoating. He went up to her at her locker first thing in the morning before first period. He said, we have to talk. She said, okay. Well, I have something to say. I think we should stop dating. She was definitely thrown. I like you, he said. I just don't. She stopped him and said, we, we do need to talk. We should definitely talk about this. No. This, I believe, is for the best. I just hope we can remain friends. And he was off. The next several months went by. He kept his head down. He wasn't very entertaining or very funny during that time period, but he was just biding his time. He tried to remain friendly with his ex-girlfriend exactly as much as he did with the new girl that he now loved. The girl he couldn't really spend time with the girl he had to purposefully avoid. But then sometime later when it all worked, when the plan came together and he professed his love for the new girl, and he wasn't suspected of plotting or planning or manipulating this whole switcheroo, it felt like he launched into the future, past the point where any of that even mattered. He was in a new dimension, where shit was the bomb. several different girlfriends and almost a few boyfriends over the years. He grew older and, in his mind, less adventurous. In his 40s, he fell in and out of love almost every day. He could no longer tell the difference between who he just met and who he had known forever. Those who he truly cared for would turn into a stranger in an instant. To those he barely knew, 
he would suddenly fork over his soul. He would stretch himself so thin and be completely indifferent to the circumstance. His current girlfriend was too young to be his wife. She was also too young and too beautiful to give up. He didn't like her. He didn't like being around her, but she made him feel good. It didn't make any logical sense. But for some reason, she seemed to be the one. The one that he wouldn't be able to leave. And he couldn't find a loophole. He searched the truth. He acted out dozens of lies. But because the situation started out illogical, in no possible way could it end logically. Unless it were murder, suicide, or a murder-suicide combo. Tim, in moments where he'd forget to think and breathe, he'd blink and disappear. For a laugh, he'd play out these scenarios where he'd come home from work. He'd pull the car into the garage and leave it running with the lights on high beam. He'd open the trunk and pull out a half gallon of kerosene. He'd walk with the container of flammable liquid to the back of the garage, in front of the car with the blasting headlights, and retrieve an electric power washer. He'd remove the cap to the tank and fill it until it overflowed with kerosene. Then he'd strap the machine to his back and walk into the house through the front door. He'd leave the lights out. Quietly, he'd plug the power washer in and then look around cautiously. He'd notice the TV on upstairs. He could hear some muffled, canned television laughter. He held up the sprayer like he would a shotgun. Slowly, he ascended the stairs, being attentive to the power cord, making sure it unraveled cleanly from the gear inside the machine. He makes it to the top of the stairs, looks down the hall to his and her bedroom. The television rays turn the entire upstairs into a scene from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 
Tim can see two bare female feet swaying from side to side on the end of the bed through a crack in the partially opened door. He steps closer. He can hear her laugh at a late show joke that wasn't really funny. Suddenly he is right there on the other side of the door. He feels a rush of what seems at first to be adrenaline, but it it is actually fear. He flips the switch on the handle part of the sprayer from closed to open. He wonders to himself if he's dreaming. He bites his lower lip to check, but doesn't wake up. He reaches in his pocket and grabs a lighter flicks it with with his thumb, and it lights on the first try. He kicks in the door. She jumps into the air in a manner that's not physically possible. It's like the bed was a trampoline and she jumped into the air with all of her strength. Mid-air, she pulls her thighs up into a seated position with her legs extended straight out. Gravity then pulls her down She hits the trampoline again and bounces almost the same height into the air. That's how she bounced from a lying down position. Tim takes one step in her direction with the flame held in front of the nozzle and he pulls the trigger. As he moves forward, the power cable that's extended just beyond the distance it's capable of reaching ejects from the wall, causing the sprayer not to work and Tim to wake up. He was actually dreaming, like when I said he'd blink and forget to breathe. He'd have moments like that pretty often. Tim was more or less alone. He was never married and people tended to not acquire girlfriends any longer at that age. He tried not to think back on what events led him to this spot and these emotions. He lived alone in a 900-square-foot, single-level house that aged faster than him. He felt depressed most of the time, although he couldn't really trust his feelings. Always upon deeper introspection, he would realize that he was fine. He was emotionally flatlined. One morning, he woke up after a week of narcolepsy. He hadn't been out of bed in six days, and he couldn't remember the last time he stood on two feet. He decided 
that that day he would brew a pot of coffee, four cups. He would toast some bread, two pieces. He'd fry an egg in butter and hot sauce. He'd flip on the radio and turn the volume so loud he could hear it in any room of the house, and he'd shower and sing along to the tunes of the 80s and the 90s. He'd get dressed in a t-shirt and jeans and head into the city to a section of town filled with shops. He'd peek inside artist galleries, sample chocolates from a candy store. He'd browse through antiques and record stores, fruit stands and game shops. He'd try on piles of clothes with no intention of buying them. After all that, he'd stop by a local deli, purchase a Cuban sandwich with a dill pickle, barbecue chips, and a lager. Maybe even two lagers. And then he'd talk to the girl behind the counter. And if she was even the slightest bit attracted to him, he'd ask her when she got off work and if she'd like to go out with him. And if she'd say yes, he'd take her out dancing to a club playing current music that he would have never heard or understood why it even existed. And she would have such a good time that Tim, watching her smiling and laughing and swinging her hips and lifting her arms sensually through her hair and above her head, would eventually learn the value of the music, of companionship, and of undeniable happiness. So Tim slipped out of bed. His legs were shaky and weak, but he managed to stand and make his way into the kitchen. He started the coffee. He put the bread slices in the toaster. He put butter in a pan and dabbed it with sriracha and turned on the burner. He spun a large dial on the radio that after a slight bit of resistance it clicked on and then became the volume control. He spun the dial as far as it would turn. Music filled the house, as did a feeling of chaos. Tim didn't immediately remember the next thing he was supposed to do. When it came to him that he was supposed to shower and then do all of this other stuff, he realized that it could wait. So he took a few moments and returned to stasis, his emotional flatline. And then that transformed and manifested into the physical realm, a cardiovascular flatline. And Tim fell asleep for the last time on the kitchen floor, never having that coffee, the toast, or the egg with the hot sauce. 
right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of the Experimentalist Podcast. Um, If you want to do something real cool, stop by the store page on my website at oglebystraight.com. There is one thing there. It's just a CD, um, and it's uh, music that kind of like the stuff that I do in the background, um, more produced and mixed and stuff like that so the sound quality is definitely a little bit better than the the raw stuff that's here on the podcast but um that stuff that's the thing that would uh support me in the show and everything like that so um please check it out i hope you enjoy that and thanks again for listening to the show see you next time peace